Knee replacement surgery is becoming more and more common, but what is normal and what is not normal when it comes to life after knee replacement surgery? So let's find out with Dr. Jeffrey Stambo, UAMS Assistant Professor, Department of Orthopedic Surgery at the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. This is UAMS Health Talk from the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. I'm Bill Klaproth. Dr. Stambo, thank you for your time. So how would I know if something is wrong with my knee replacement? Well, Bill, while the majority of patients, over 95%, do very well after a knee replacement, there are a small percentage of patients who will experience a complication. Uh, and these complications can happen, they can develop later than immediately after surgery, uh, and they can kind of be insidious and slow progressing. So if a patient were to have something like ongoing pain that is worse or different than the pain that led them to a knee replacement or have persistent swelling or issues with feelings like the knee is going to give way, that could be an indication that after three to six months that maybe something uh, isn't right. Okay, so you mentioned swelling. If my knee is swelling, what is a normal time frame for that knee to swell? Yes, it is very common, and it's actually expected. We counsel patients that after a knee replacement, your knee will be more swollen than your other knee. Uh, and that will slowly decrease, but it really takes about six months for it to go back down. And some people, it can even be up to a year till you say, hey, this is my contour that I'm going to get back to match the other knee. Now, uh, what swelling is normal and expected versus what swelling is uh, abnormal that are pathologic to suggest something is uh, wrong or not right, that can be difficult to differentiate and should definitely be discussed on an individual basis with the surgeon. But if there is more swelling than, say, preoperatively, or if you've noticed your swelling has gone down slowly over the first few months, and then all of a sudden it increases again and is associated with other prop like factors or symptoms such as you get fevers, the wound becomes more red and hot, or there's increasing pain, then those are the worrisome ones that we ask patients to be on the lookout for and to let us know. All right. Those are really good indicators to watch out for. So what about movement then? What does it mean if my knee would give out when I try to get up from a seated position or even going downstairs? Yeah. Well, while most patients do very well from a knee replacement and even in the recovery period, the first four to six weeks uh, is really focused on regaining the strength in your quadriceps, which is that muscle in your thigh and the front of the thigh that allows you to straighten your leg. That muscle does take a little while to recover because you have to cut into it to do a knee replacement um, to some degree. So say it's after those four to six weeks and your patient's still having difficulty where they feel like their knee's shifting or they can't trust it. Um, we that that could be indicative of something where they have what's called instability. And instability can be due to mismatch of the implants or a ligament could have worn out or there could just be uh, imbalance in terms of the tension of the ligaments in when the knee is straight versus when the knee is bent. If there are some issues like instability, as you were mentioning, or potentially even something that would need further surgery. Is there something someone can do to try to avoid a further surgery? Uh, yes. like As you uh, alluded to, the other sort of things we worry about are obviously infection. 
Um, and that, that probably comprises the one to two percent of problems that people see. But the other one is this instability that you talked about. And instability can come about uh, from a variety of reasons that I just mentioned. But what patients can do to deal with it is when they come back and see their surgeon, usually depending on how severe that instability is, depends uh, will dictate what can then be done. So if they have subtle instability in certain positions, there's potential that therapy can improve this by strengthening the muscles around the knee to give them better proprioception or balance in the knee. Or there's other uh, devices such as maybe even a brace uh, that can help like your kneecap tracking if there's instability in your uh, patellofemoral region, which is where your kneecap goes on the knee while it bends. Right. All right. So this may be a silly question, but I would imagine knee replacement recipients need to avoid certain activities like, hey, I was out playing flag football, doc, and my now my knee hurts. I mean, hey, not a good idea to do that. That's probably why. Is that is that a good question? Is that yeah. should people avoid certain things, right? Yeah, we, we, we classically counsel patients that, you know, while returning to certain activities such as, uh, you know, hiking, uh, walking, even like doubles tennis is permissible. Certain, even like skiing and waterboarding and you know doing water sports activities, those are f- permissible as well. But certain activities, like you said, these higher impact things, running, cutting, uh, doing heavy lifting, even construction or farming work, and that jumping activities can really put stress on the implants. Now, there are newer materials and newer techniques that are always being used and they're constantly evolving. So those recommendations can change and be you know, specific to patients. But generally, I tell patients, whatever you were doing beforehand, our goal is to get you back to close to that. But it is unlikely to, uh, to think that you'll get you know, to be more active than you were you know, a few years before your arthritis had set in. So if you, right. if you, if you weren't a you know, marathon runner beforehand, it's unlikely that you will be one right. afterwards. So if someone does enjoy high-impact sports, as you were saying earlier, then strengthening around that knee would certainly help too. Yes, and that's all in like the preoperative, you know, before pursuing arthroplasty. Joint replacement arthroplasty is one of the last, it should be the kind of the, the final stop on your journey of dealing with knee problems in terms of, you know, there's always therapy, non-invasive modalities, non-narcotic pain medications that can be used and other sort of uh, devices to help, you know, give you your knee that stability and performance it needs to do the activities you desire. Uh, but at some point that becomes unlikely. And there are other type of knee replacements, such as partial knee replacements that may be more suited for these higher impact patients, provided they have the correct anatomy and indications. Okay, so that would be really good to know pre-surgery. But say someone does need revision surgery, what does that entail, Dr. Stambo? So revision surgery... Uh, can vary quite differently. There are many different flavors for whatever revision surgery entails. There's more simplistic revisions where you can just change part of an implant out if some is, something is worn out or there is instability in multiple planes, whereas other type of revision procedures are more invasive and uh, arduous where we have to remove all of the implants that are currently in there and kind of start fresh in terms of rebalancing the knee or realigning the knee with more constrained implants. And these more constrained implants will hopefully make one's knee feel a little more sturdy uh, and be more solid to allow them to resume their activities uh, and get back to their lives. 
And that is what's most important. Dr. Stambo, thanks for your time today. Yeah, thank you for having me. And if you'd like more information, please visit UAMSHealth.com or you can call Dr. Stambo's clinic at 501-526-1046. That's 501-526-1046. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is UAMS Health Talk. Thanks for listening.